Yeah, we're going to get into it today, ladies and gents. Let's get started. I'm Aaron Order, one of your hosts. Let's go. Tis up, Kyle Chaos. In order. Yeah, shit's getting thick, bitch. Shit's getting thick. It seems like the old shit that's been yeah. thick, so what new shit is really <laughs> getting thick? What is getting thick? Fucking, um, since Joe Biden got uh, his official nomination, well, or semi-official, the stock market is soaring. That doesn't mean anything. Not only that, Pfizer says that their vaccine works 90% of the time. Okay, well, that could be, you know, that shit is them trying to do biological warfare on us. And if they make this mandatory, I'm going to have to fucking go out somewhere in the country. Like, no, there's like nothing else. Probably any of us can do at that point. Yeah, probably. Okay. Yeah, so that okay. Yeah, I got it now. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna have to deal with fucking, you know, four yeah, years of Biden's dick in our brains. What? So we're gonna have to deal with four years of Biden's dick in our brains. Yeah, I don't know, like, really, I mean, I mean, Biden is gonna be a huge thing source of it, but it's like, we're just trading one asshole for another, so it's like, I'm like, looking at it as, to me, it's no different from oh, somebody's calling me. Biden's no different than Trump. Yeah, Kyle, he's somebody's calling me. One what? Somebody's calling me, give me a second. Okay, no problem. <laughs> What's up, Josh? Are you okay with you? Oh, yeah. No, you never respond to my text. I thought something was wrong. <laughs> oh, no, I was just shooting the podcast. Uh-oh, okay. What are you up to? Nothing. Probably going to be going to kickboxing class tonight. Oh, that's what's up. What are you doing tonight? Oh, nothing pretty much. Hmm. What, you want me in the church? We can if you guys want to go. You go to AA. Yeah, I'm down to go. No. Uh, I could call and ask him, like, what time? Well, the meeting starts at, uh, 7. Oh, wait, no, the meeting starts at 7, I'm sorry. Oh, that's more than enough time for us to get ready. Like, I'll call him and I'll let you know, like, I'll text you and let you know, like, if he's coming, because I'm down to go. Okay. Well, I've been, uh, I've, uh, Holy Spirit instructs me to help him, too, even though I don't, I don't know the man from a bucket of paint, but he instructed me to help him, too, so. <laughs> <laughs> hey, God inspires generosity in his followers. Now, you know me, you know me, I have to be hearing from God, but you know me, I don't like, I don't like meeting new people. <laughs> 
Yeah, he's a pretty good guy besides being born dog. <laughs> Yeah, I've, you go ahead and invite him if he wants to come. Yeah, and uh, like, did you hear like uh, the stock market is soaring now? Uh, what? The the stock market's soaring. Oh yeah, well this <laughs> we already know what's going to happen in this country. This country, this country is already went to hell in a handbasket, but it's going to be worse now. Yeah, and then they're saying the Pfizer uh, vaccine is 90% effective. Like the COVID vaccine? Yeah, so there's still a 10% chance it won't work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I was just letting you know what's going on. I'm going to cover some more news, like, uh, until, like, uh... You know, we go to that meeting. Okay. Uh, I'll talk to you later, buddy. Okay. All right, peace out. Yep. Shit. Yes, I am back. Yeah, you know, to me it's just like one, you know, we, we got rid of the asshole Trump and now we got the asshole Biden to deal with. So, so, you know, exchanging <laughs> one asshole for another asshole. Yeah, one guy's dick for another guy's dick. Something like that, so, I don't know. Yeah, and then, like, Ohio is fucking just going nuts, so about, uh, masks and fucking social distancing. Oh, God. Yeah, Isn't they're just cool? on the news bitching and complaining, saying people aren't social distancing enough. Like, they weren't really complaining about people wearing masks. They were just like, oh, everybody has to agree to be socially conscious and stay distanced. Yeah, fuck that. I'm bored now. Like whenever I get, whenever people give me this shit about you're not social distancing, and usually it's a germaphobe woman. <laughs> and you know, like at that point, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go. Fuck your social distancing. I hope you get raped. I, I want you to be raped without a condom. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who's getting raped without a condom? Whoever it is, whoever's going to give me shit about that I'm not social distancing, I want them to be raped without a condom. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a plan. Because, damn it, if, if I can't, if we can't live a normal, you know, good life because you're too afraid of germs, then, damn it, it's just, uh, somebody, you know, this, just, uh, Somebody should uh, force you against your will without your consent to let them have a good time. You know, a good time that you don't want them to be able to have anymore. Oh, sounds like an idea, Cal. Mm Oh, uh, yeah, 
Joe Biden unveils his coronavirus team. Yeah, boy. And then uh, Trump fires defense secretary. What? Trump fires his defense secretary. Okay, well, who was his defense secretary? And why did he fire uh, him or her? Well, it looks like uh, Biden is urging people to wear masks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and like, who are the, the, the new unelected health officials that are going to be uh, taking our freedom away that are going to be the big dudes uh, being talked about? <laughs> uh, Trump fired Mark Esper. Okay, he's the uh, Secretary of Defense guy, right? Yeah. Okay. Why did he fire him? Uh, Biden announces 13-member virus task force as cases soar. Um, Biden prepares to move quickly on his transition plan. Stocks return to record high as Pfizer's vaccine news adds to an election rally. Inauguration plans are underway even as the chairman of the committee does not yet acknowledge a winner. Oh, that's weird. Biden wants to immediately reverse Trump's America First guiding principles. <laughs> See, he was lying, dude. I fucking knew it, man. Okay, but, you know, like, I think that's probably a good thing. That's, like, where Trump was going that's crazy what about letting Biden make the country. So, he was, I think I, that, I, if Joseph Biden does that, that's going to be a good thing. Like, remember when I was saying he was just copying off of fucking Trump's fucking economic plan? Well, let's hope he undoes all the stuff that, that uh, Trump did when, you know, it's like when Obama was president, I was hoping he was going to undo everything George W. Bush did. And the only thing he undid was making it illegal to get confessions under torture. But everything else that Bush did to screw us over, he didn't change. And I hope that Biden will undo everything that both Trump and George W. Bush did to keep us from being free. But, you know, I, I don't have that much faith that any of that's going to happen, really. Yeah, I can understand that, Andy. Music plays my ass. Uh, didn't turn off his radio today. 
Yeah, but so we can kiss that. Fell off the bed, and I hope I don't get blamed for it because I was just sitting on on my bed doing nothing. I heard something of his fall to the ground, mm-hmm. and I don't know what that was. Just blame it on yeah, the poltergeist. Yeah, no, it probably is the poltergeist, but you know that could be you know that could be either giving me power or which I really don't think is giving me power because like I don't know. I've had. I don't know. I, I think it all depends. I'm not sure what would be giving me power, you know, like or not giving me power. It's like I don't know. It's I mean, the, 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 the beings haven't given me power at this point, so I'm not really paying too much attention to what's going on in the supernatural realm. You know, like I had a a being kind of like try to kick my ass this morning for some reason that, I don't know, I think some some lame straight-edge witch or something sent somebody to fuck with me. And, uh, or, yeah, I don't know, I think it's like a corporate Luciferian or something. And, uh, it's kind of... You know, they're not giving me power, so since they're not giving me power, I'm trying not to pay attention to too much of what's going on in, in the other dimension. You know, until they give me power. And, uh, I don't know, it's, it's, uh... So, I mean, it could be giving me power, but I doubt it. Or it could be just trying to get me, get me and Terry to start fighting. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know. It's kind of, uh... A love-hate relationship? Yeah. I said a love-hate relationship? Well, I haven't gotten to that part. Like, the past few days have gone okay, you know, but I'm, that's because my guard's been up. But I'm just... I just know if I drop my guard, then things will go... could go bad. But, uh, I mean, I'm listening to, uh... The damn uh, official station of the cops right now <laughs> from Terry's radio. Yeah, and then uh, well, like, it's on a low volume, but I'm still hearing all the yuppie music from '94. Setting the wave, <laughs> music that I had to hear in the when I was going to jail. <laughs> wow, how was that? I was just in jail. Um, really scary. But I guess it doesn't matter. I gotta go to jail now because of this, uh, mask and social distancing shit if they really push it. Well, you'll be a rebel with the cause then, Cal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then, uh, Joe Biden says we can save tens of thousands of lives if everyone would just wear a mask for a few months. I'm not buying this. It's been over six months. You keep adding. It's been about eight, eight months. It, you just, want, just a few more months of this lack of freedom. Just a few more. And it never ends. It's not going to end. Stop pretending like, oh, things will go back to normal if we just kiss your ass and do what we're told to be dumb sheeple. No, it's a bunch of crap. <laughs> I agree. But we need sheep to take that vaccine now. Yeah, fuck it. 
going out in the country if they make everybody take that shit. Pfizer announced that an early analysis of its coronavirus vaccine trial suggests the vaccine was robustly effective in preventing COVID-19, a promising development as the world has waited anxiously for any positive news with about a pandemic that has killed more than 1.2 million people. Yeah, Biden said it's excellent news. And then a caution that Americans would need to rely on basic precautions in order to get back to normal as fast as possible. They don't buy that shit. You're never going to let us get back to normal. The only thing that's keeping us from getting back to normal is the government shutting everything down. If they just open everything up, yeah, a bunch of us will die, but we'd be able to be normal. Anyway, you're never going to let us go back to normal, and we fucking know it. <sighs> Says that Trump, who remains in office until January 20th, is openly at odds with his own coronavirus advisors including about mask wearing and winter and in fact when infections are only expected to spread faster is coming I don't see how that works when especially up north people be going outside less yeah now this, this is this is their bullshit now just like the news sources are still gonna I mean I think I don't know I bet like the new sources I trusted will probably say less bullshit because now they got their dude in. But, uh, still, the, the mainstream media is going to keep this bullshit and now that now that, that Biden's president, they're just going to keep pushing this bullshit over and over and over again and they're not going to give us a break from this bullshit propaganda. Then uh, Mr. Biden named Dr. Rick Bright, a former top vaccine official in the Trump administration who submitted a whistleblower complaint to Congress as a member of the COVID-19 task force advising him during the transition. Yeah, so he's just taking yeah. Trump people and putting them in his fucking task force. Wait, who's, who's putting the Trump people in the task force? Biden. Okay, so, 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 like it, so it's a lot of the same people that are already in the task force? At least one. Okay, well, we don't know that. Like, are there any new people? Uh, says Dr. Bright, who was ousted as the head of the Federal Medical Research Agency told lawmakers that officials in the government had failed to heed his warnings about acquiring masks and other supplies and that the uh, failure to act may have cost American lives. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's so terrible that Trump was trying to get people to be free when it comes to this shit. 
we've got to take away everybody's freedom. Now it's our chance to really take away everybody's freedom. There's no obstacle to taking anybody's, everybody's freedom away to them now, except for the people. The American people are the obstacle to him taking away, to them him taking away our freedom. And we really got to protest these lockdowns and the masks and the social distancing. And then Mr. Biden has already revealed the three co-chairs of the panel, Dr. Vivek Murphy, a Surgeon General under former President Barack Obama. Okay. Good dude. So these are the new people that are going to fuck us over in this administration. Yeah. And take away our freedom in this administration. Yeah, and then there's David Kessler, a former commissioner of the Food and Drug Administration for former presidents George H.W. Bush and Bill Clinton. Okay, so another new new person taking away our freedom. Remember these names, because if you see these people on the TV, we got to know who to target when we see them on the TV. And Dr. Marcella Nunes-Smith, a, a professor of public health at Yale University. Okay. We gotta, like, look for these names. Like, who are we gonna see on the TV over and over again once Biden becomes president? It's gonna take away our freedom. And who aren't we gonna see that we just don't know who they are that are gonna take away our freedom? Yeah, another member is going to be Dr. Zeke Emanuel, the chair of the Department of Medical Ethics and Health Policy at the University of Pennsylvania. And the I brother yeah, and the brother of Rahm Emanuel, an Obama administration uh, advisor. Right, just, just in time for Christmas. Oh, come, oh, come, Emanuel. And bring your masks to America. And don't forget to get some new bonds. And sanitizer flowing from the skies. To wash our hands in America. Sorry, fucking the door's wide open. Oh, oh. Of rejoice, rejoice! We're all in. You have no choice. Now rejoice, rejoice! Uh, what is it? You have no power. We'll make you wear a mask in this land. <laughs> this is stupid, I know. And then uh, another member is going to be Dr. Luciana Borio, a vice president of NQTEL, 
Dr. Atul Gawande, a professor of surgery at Birmingham, well, Brigham, in the women's hospital. Oh, boy. Okay. And then Dr. Celine Gounder, a clinical assistant professor at the NYU Grossman School of Medicine. Dr. Julie Morita, the executive vice president of the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation. Okay. What's up, kid? Are you hungry, kid? Well, I know a Korean family is hungry for you. <laughs> What's she doing, kid? Don't cough them no hairballs on me, kid. Yeah. Kid is in my lap now. Let me see. The executive vice president of Robert Wood Foundation, Dr. Michael Osterholm. And then Lois Pace, the executive director of President of Global Health Council. So we got to see if anybody has pictures of these dudes. Like, how many people will never see that are making these decisions that they are taking away our freedom that we will never be able to see, so we'll never be able to find them and target them? But we got to get pictures of these dudes. Oh, there's pictures. Actually, yeah. you hungry, kid? There ain't no food in your bowl, huh? I think I'm gonna give you some of my pork chops, kid. Oh, now nah, there's no, no picture of this kitty asshole. Yeah, <laughs> kitty chops. I make kitty chops too. <laughs> Ain't that right, kid? Gonna make you into some Kung Pao chicken. The Kung Pao kitty. <laughs> Kung Pao kitty. When you put the right amount of spices, it doesn't taste quite as gamey. Yeah, stringy, muscly cats. Mmm. A Mac meal. It's not saying why they fired old boy. What? Oh, they don't say? Hmm. 
Cat's licking the hell out of my fingers. <laughs> Must taste some ah. pork chops. Either that or you shoved him up your ass before you put him on. <laughs> before you started petting him. <laughs> That's a possibility, right, kid? Mm, human guana. <laughs> human guana. <laughs> Got my fingers all wet, kid. What's wrong with you? I don't know. I think he's gonna try out for being a, a hooker. <laughs> See, I can give, I can give Ed as good as these human hookers can. <laughs> well, that'd be an uncomfortable BJ because cats have really rough tongues. Yeah, that is true. Oh, but it's gonna hurt so good. <laughs> okay, here it goes. Trump fires Mark Esper. It says, Mark Esper broke with President Trump in June over sending duty military troops to control demonstrations against police brutality. Which I do agree with that. They shouldn't send active duty troops for that. That's kind of against the Constitution. Okay, wait, wait, say that again? Like, uh... What you want, kid? He wants to stop the podcast. <laughs> Just will get people to tune out. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, I guess, like, Trump wanted to put active duty military troops, like, uh... Policing the uh, demonstrations instead of the National Guard. And the Secretary of State didn't like that, so that's why you fired him? Looks like it. At least okay, back in well, June, Trump, that's that what they disagreed about. You really, that's, this is why Trump is, is, to me, not any better. I mean, it's just either way, we, you know, we're just... That's the last asshole we got for next few months, and then January we got Biden to be the new asshole. You know, just meet the, like the Who song says, meet the new boss, same as the old boss. Yeah, it says uh, the president wrote that he's appointing Christopher C. Miller in, in to be his replacement. Yeah. Okay. He's the director of the National Counterterrorism Center. Oh boy! So we'll see how many, how much, uh, how much uh, poor communities get fucked with in the last three months before uh, Biden gets here as a "you didn't vote for me, I'm gonna fuck with you" type uh, gesture. Yeah, I'd be a pissy bastard if I were Trump. Yes. I don't know, I'll never be in Trump's shoes, probably, so I can't even, like, play what if on this shit. I'm just tired of, uh, you know, I just still don't have uh, that much power as an individual here, shit. 
can't make my life okay. So shit. And then a little-known Trump appointee is in charge of handing transition resources to Biden. Okay. I don't know, they think there's going to be a problem with the transition or something, or like, I'm not sure what that. I think you hungry, kid. You hungry? I'm going to get you something to eat. Hold on. Get him some crack, too, man. I'm sure he wants some crack. Hey, what would a cat be doing in a drug rehab place that wasn't looking for crack? <laughs> Man, he just hangs out on our balcony. Well, she. Cutting this pork up into small pieces. Don't worry, people. Peter should be proud. Feeding the kitty. Feeding the cat. I appreciate this kid. I don't know. Stop me out. Oh yeah, Kitty likes that pork. Yep, she's digging the pork. They're definitely not a Muslim cat. <laughs> or a Jewish cat. Nope. That's a Christian kitty right there. Good old Catholic Christian. Eats pork and fucks hookers. Sounds about right. Mm. That cat shut the fuck up right away. <laughs> Start eating that pork. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Aubrey O'Day brands Donald Trump Jr.'s girlfriend, COVID Kimberly. Down, down, King. Anyway, who's branding who? COVID, Kimberly? Uh, Aubrey O'Day. Yeah, who's he? Or she? I don't know, some chick that looks like Kim Kardashian except way huger tits. Okay, is branding who? Donald Trump's junior's girlfriend, COVID, Kimberly. Okay, well... This is just more bullshit propaganda. Who cares? 
<laughs> yeah, sure. I don't really care about but this. Damn it, Nina. I want a fucking COVID chick. Okay, they're saying Southwest did something big, but it's not saying what they did. Put more seating close together? Oh, they're getting rid of more jobs, Southwest Airlines. Yeah. Yeah, no, that sucks. Damn. <laughs> that cat wants more of it. You want more, huh, kid? She's licking the bowl. Yeah, she like that sautéed pork. Hey. Yeah, it's unprecedented. Southwest Airlines is giving up more jobs. Okay. And then lawmakers move. Lawmakers move to make New Jersey legal weed a reality. Bills fall short on racial justice. Advocates say. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, that is true. Probably, probably. Uh, it's it is. And I wanted that thing. Another version of these initiatives that does fall short on that. One more, but I feel like cutting you up more. Yeah, it is still making it so that it's rich white people that can even own all the uh, dispensaries, really. Be sad. Why you acting all twitchy, kitty? Because I got some crack! Wow! Yeah, some crack pork. Some put crack. And now you're purring after eating all that pork up, kid. And, uh, who cares about racial justice when weed is legal? No, we really care about that shit because uh, <laughs> it is. Uh, it is burping. We want everybody that doesn't have money to be able to get a chance at having it owning their own dispensary, and the people in power are still rigging it so that doesn't happen. I mean, that keeps black people from going to jail. So. Two no, birds, one stone. Going to jail. But they should be able to get in on the money, like just as much as white people. And uh, they should be able to have a chance at getting in on the new jobs in the industry, not just the jobs working there, there, but the jobs being able to run their own dispensaries. And the way these initiatives are written are making that impossible. There is making that impossible. 
And then teen daughter of Hillsong pastor Carl Lentz defends him after he was fired for cheating on his wife. Thank you. I mean, I just defend him because anybody should be able to have a better woman than, than uh, you know, if you're in a bad relationship. Where they keep talking about Rosario Dawson in The Mandalorian, but then they never show what she looks like. Besides, yeah, the... actually, got to see some of the show today yesterday. Oh, you got to see The Mandalorian? Yeah, a little bit of it. Where there's just like too many people, the dude was on the phone. I couldn't finish watching the rest of the show, but uh... and that seems okay. Well, <laughs> It's as interesting as, as some of the ones because, like, nobody knows how to use the force except for that one uh, weird baby. And, and uh, you know, like, all the fights, and it's traditional fights, and it's kind of just like a regular TV show that, uh, I don't know, it just isn't, uh, you know, the, 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 the fighting between Darth Vader and, and, uh, you know the Siths and the, and the uh, people on the on the bright side of the forest is you know, what made that show more interesting. And without that part of the plot, it's not as interesting of a plot. Yeah, true. But like uh, Rosario Dawson is a former uh, Jedi Padawan, so basically she's going to be like the new Force wielder in the show soon. Yeah, but there's nobody on the dark side to be able to fight her, so, like, what's the point? No, Director Krennic, like, he was in the last few episodes of the of the last season. Like, he actually has the Darksaber. Okay. So maybe if they get more of that in the show, it might be a more interesting show. Yeah, because, like, they showed him, like, uh, his, his TIE fighter crash, and then right at the end of the episode, he uses, like, a black lightsaber. Like, it's not like how green or red, like, usual lightsabers are. Like, either green, blue, or red. Like, this guy's shit is, like, black. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's like the first black lightsaber, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll probably get to see her fight him soon. Okay. That might be good. Yeah, although I'd be surprised if anybody manages to kill her, but then, like, they revealed in the Rise of Skywalker movie that she was dead. But she could have died from old age or something, though. Could be. Because some random fucking Empire guy with a Mandalorian, like, Jedi's lightsaber... I don't think he'd manage to kill her who got trained by Darth Vader herself. You know? That seems like a hard sell. <laughs> Just saying. She beat up Darth Maul and shit in like the last uh, episode of the Clone Wars TV series. Like she kicked Darth Maul's ass. Yeah, okay. 
And she's pretty cool because she has two lightsabers instead of one like normal. Cool. And then was Libertarian candidate Joe Jorgensen a spoiler for Trump? I hope so. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, I don't know. It just has to be a better choice than these assholes. <laughs> I mean, these protest hunters, like, that's all we have is a protest vote. Okay. Honey, okay. I don't feel like making you more pork, kitty, so you're gonna wait. There's more pork, but I don't feel like doing it. The cat might attack you. Let her eyes out. <laughs> then she'll be. <laughs> then, I'm gonna, <laughs> then I'm gonna make kitty stew. <laughs> okay. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez ends truce by warning incompetent Democratic Party. Okay, yeah, I want to hear what, he, what she has to say. New York representative denies movement for Black Lives and Green New Deal cost seats. Okay, yeah, that's, I, I'd, I'd agree with her. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez has criticized the Democratic Party for incompetence in a no-holds-barred post-election interview with the New York Times, warning that if Biden administration does not put progressives in top positions, the party would lose big in the 2022 midter midterm elections. Okay, that's probably true. Signaling that the internal moratorium in place while the Democrats worked to defeat Donald Trump was over. The left-wing New York representative sharply rejected the notion advanced by some Democrats that progressive messaging around the movement for Black Lives Matters and the Green New Deal led to the party's loss of congressional seats in last week's election. Yeah, no, I don't think so either. I don't, I don't think that's what caused that to happen. I, mean, I, I think, think it's just so. they don't have that many good candidates. It's like, dude, the Green New Deal. It's too radical. Well, I mean, part of it was extreme, and that, that was, that is, uh, I don't know, fucked up for a lot of it. Like, uh, if they're that set on the vegans having that huge of a victory, I don't think, uh, I don't think that's gonna help them get their, their stuff across either, but, uh, says the real problem said Ocasio-Cortez was that the party lacked core competencies to run campaigns 
There's a reason Barack Obama built an entire national campaign apparatus outside of the Democratic National Committee. She told the Times, Estead Hearn Dunn, and there's a reason that when he didn't activate or continue that, we lost House majorities, because the party in and of itself does not have the core competencies, and no amount of money is going to fix that. Okay. Ocasio-Cortez, who defeated a longtime Democratic politician in 2018 and who won re-election in her Bronx district by more than 50 points, endorsed the Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders over Joe Biden in the Democratic presidential primary. Uh-huh. Since then, Ocasio-Cortez and her closest allies in Congress, a four-woman group known as the Squad, who all won re-election last week, towed the party line while calling on grassroots activists to boost Biden and Democrats' down ticket. Okay, well, that's not really good for us. I mean, that's that, that makes her not have very much credibility if she's telling us to boost these people that aren't going to change anything. Yeah, the, it says the truce is over. The failure of the party to operate an online strategy in a real way that exhibits competence, Ocasio-Cortez told the Times, made it hypocritical for the party to advance criticism of progressive messaging. Yeah, no, that's true. And it says, what happened to the protests? What do you mean? I mean, I don't know. Like, uh, how many days has it been since the election happened? You know, like, what's the... I mean, I think, you know, probably we should be looking at, you know, like, where, where is the anti-police brutality and the Black Lives Matter people? Like, what do they think is the next, next thing to... to uh, push the agenda forward. Yeah. You know, like, uh, exactly. I don't know if there's been enough days for that. Oh, that, yeah, sure. Those, you know, that yeah, group of sure. people to, to really and decide, like, what the next so move is going to be. Hey, uh, Kyle, I'll call you back. Okay. All right, peace out.
That's how many bones I picked up. Says Biden beat Trump by less than 276,000 votes in key swing states. Mm. Looks like we're headed to a recount. What? Looks like we're headed to a recount if that's the final tally. Maybe. In that swing states, that's the states with the most orgies. <laughs> Hell yeah, the most cuckolds. 
That's a different thing. And then FDA gives emergency okay to Lily's antibody treatment for COVID-19. Okay, more treatments for coronavirus. Yeah, Eli and Lily and Co's monoclonal antibody therapy to treat mild to moderate coronavirus infections in adults and children. If you have a heavier coronavirus infection, then you need something else. <laughs> yeah, you need something else. So at least they're making strides, you know. Mm-hmm. And five things to know about the Pfizer vaccine news. Uh, okay. <laughs> five of them. Looks like the Food and Drug Administration had set a minimum of 50% effectiveness for a coronavirus vaccine to be approved. Okay, so it's got to be half effective. So they're going to force everybody to take something that's only half effective. (laughs) Number one. It says most people were expecting 50 to 70%, but Pfizer has 90%. Okay, so Pfizer thinks they're really good at their shit. Okay. It says it won't be available right away. Despite encouraging that, the vaccine will not be an immediate game changer in the fight against the coronavirus. Okay. So they're not shoving it on us exactly, extremely soon. Yeah, I read that in another article saying that, uh, like, basically, like, uh, it won't be widely available for a while. Okay. So I guess they're going to control who can get it and shit like that. No, so it'll still be only people with money can get it. Yeah, like all the articles I've read on it said that um, it's going to go to healthcare workers first. Okay. I thought it was going to go to uh, whoever could suck a billionaire's dick uh, the best. That's probably still going to be in effect. Yeah. So, if you really want this vaccine, you better get good at sucking dick, you know. So, you can be one of the first ones to get it. Yeah, it says the company needs to wait until the third week of November to finish gathering the two months of safety data required by the FDA. 
and, the, and then plans to apply for emergency authorization. No safe, no serious safety concerns have been observed so far. The company said. Yeah, but why would we believe them? <laughs> yeah, I don't think anybody's really gonna believe them. Nah, there's people gonna believe them because there's people that believe this shit. <laughs> says, even after authorization, the number of initial doses will be limited and will go first to high-risk groups like healthcare workers or the elderly. Okay. Hmm. So usually the ones that are the first on the list to get euthanized are the ones that are going to be the first on the list to get the, uh, the vaccine. Maybe that's because it's a way of euthanizing people. <laughs> but just remember all the old people. First part of the word euthanize is youth. We're going to make you young again. Yeah. And then Alejandro Kane, a vaccine official at Pfizer, told The Hill on Monday that the company plans to have 100 million doses of vaccine available in the U.S. from December through March under a previously announced deal where the U.S. government purchased those doses for $1.95 million. Well, $1.95 billion. Woohoo. A lot of people getting the biological warfare. Yeah, I'm going to have to sign up for Acorn and then uh, buy some stock in Pfizer. I think that's going to be a good, you know, a good investment. Okay. Yeah, because I currently own a dollar in stocks uh, with Disney now. I just bought that today. Well, I guess you're wishing on a star. <laughs> when you wish upon a star. Yeah, yeah. And where did where I where break my, where did I put my Glock? <laughs> so I can shoot the whole crowd of people singing that song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it says there's political maneuvering over the credit for the vaccine. Okay, well, I guess a lot of people want that credit. And I'd rather have cash myself than credit. Yeah, apparently the Republicans are crediting Trump for Operation Warp Speed. Okay. Uh, distri distribution is still a challenge. Okay. And I've lost touch with the five things. I can't count it. <laughs> All right, and that's the end of the article. Okay. Oh, Johnny Depp still has to get paid even though he's not going to be in the new movie. Oh, cool. At least he's getting that... At least he's making that dollar. And then it says, Pence breaks silence to take credit for Pfizer vaccine and drugs company immediately... Uh... Denies Trump involved. 
someone's trained now that now that Trump lost the election, someone's gonna go. Yeah, Pfizer has clarified that the U.S. government was not involved in their development of the COVID nineteen vaccine. Okay. That's a it's it's I'm I'm partially responsible for the Pfizer vaccine because if I didn't sneeze on so many people, then they wouldn't want it so bad. And this says uh, the Daily Mail record breaking sixty eight percent of Americans now support legalizing marijuana, according to poll. Cool. Yeah, hopefully this month. Like, they'll quit stalling and vote to legalize it. Where? Uh, nationally. Well, we'll see what goes on. Yeah, because they've been, like, fucking, like, stalling this shit out since, like, August or September. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, they've been stalling the vote. And then oil skyrockets after Pfizer's vaccine breakthrough. Okay. And now, does Pfizer have something to do with oil? Well, Pfizer. Or just they think, oh, people are going to go on trips once this is all over. Yeah, it says oil prices skyrocketed Monday after Pfizer revealed a vaccine breakthrough that could clear some of the black clouds hovering over the industry. Well, the energy industry. Okay. That doesn't sound like a good thing. That's like fucking 11% more expensive than it was. So that's, that's actually bad. Okay. Unless you own crude oil stock. I guess. Artificial intelligence shows potential to gauge voter sentiment. Okay, what are robots doing with voter sentiment? God damn it. Can't look at it. Wall Street Journal. Okay. Okay. Fuck them. I'm thumbing that down just because they wouldn't let me look at it. Oh, well. Like all the naked chicks that wouldn't let me look at it. (laughs) 
Oh, yeah, and uh, Melania Trump and one of Trump's advisors are telling him to accept uh, the election results. Okay. Don't you remember when you, when you were president and remember that at least at one point you were on top? And then Arkansas's police chief resigns after calling for violence against Democrats. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. Oh, wow. AI program can detect coronavirus by listening to you cough. Oh, boy. Okay. Yeah, they're going to make you install that AI in all your phones. You'll just be like, <laughs> attention, citizen, you have coronavirus. Please report yeah. to the nearest uh, coronavirus detention center. Yeah. I can picture it now, Cam. Yeah, I picture too much. You know, at this point, I'm just tired of picturing. <laughs> These scientific improvements are getting scary and scary. Yeah, and that technology is really overall the. Uh, more uh, lately, it seems like there's more uh, liabilities to technology than assets lately. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. AI new program can listen to you cough and discern whether you have coronavirus. Researchers hope to turn it into an app. Okay. I'll say it for you, Kyle. Wacky, wacky, wacky. Yeah. No, I'm just tired of saying, I'm just tired of commenting. I'm just like, <laughs> today, I'm just like, everything in my life and everything that's going on, I'm just like in a state of general, just completely just saying fuck it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I drank a bunch of caffeine it. last night. Got amped up, and I'm down from all that caffeine, and I'm just like half asleep, half awake today, and I'm just like, I've seen too much. I'm just, I don't want to know now. <laughs> I just want to. Yeah, I don't blame you, but. fakes to create music. Nah, we need real musicians. We don't need any more AI creating music, goddammit. That's how, how God Backstreet Boys started, right? Yeah, some computer probably wrote their lyrics.
And then we have. I'll show the page, motherfucker. California governor. Well, California Newsom warns county will fall backwards to more restrictive tiering tomorrow. Oh, great. Of course, we know this is all planned. Okay, shit. More yeah. bullshit. Yeah, fuck Gavin Newsom. Somebody, fuck Gavin Newsom. Yeah, somebody should accidentally Please, shoot someone. him in the face. Please, somebody shoot him in the face. Just, just Dick Cheney his ass, you know. Just take him out in the woods, take him hunting, and accidentally shoot him in the face. <laughs> Maybe, or, you know, just anybody, you know, like, if, you know, like, anybody, like, if you can just let him lick your pussy just to get that up for, you know, a few seconds, maybe. And then uh, the watch still make it very hard for the FBI to investigate him next year. Okay. Good. How do I keep them from investigating me? And then Trump plans to revive campaign style rallies at the election results. Well, that'll make you feel important. What the hell? I don't know. Gonna have your last uh, hurrah. Enjoy your fame while it lasts. For everybody's like, you know, because like Trump's going to be cleaning bathrooms at a daycare center, you know, just to make some kind of extra money. I've actually seen, like, a, like him cleaning toilet, well, not toilets, but bathrooms at his hotel. Okay, well, I think, you know, like, that's going to be his future. And then Nevada election worker alleges voting irregularity campaign submits affidavit to DOJ. Okay. And then the election worker whose name was redacted said they had concerns over election polling place and intimation and voter fraud. Wait, say that again? Election worker whose name uh, is was redacted said they had concerns over election polling place and intimation and fraud. Intimation. Can you spell that word? Uh, hold on. I'm going to look it up. Uh, the definition is the first intimations of trouble. The action of making something known, especially in an indirect way. Okay. So what was the trouble? I'm still trying to figure out what anybody said was the trouble. 
The Trump campaign has obtained a statement from an election worker in Clark County, Nevada, who claims, that, well, who claims to have witnessed irregularities at a polling center in a key battlegrounds legal team told Fox News. Okay. Uh, according to Fox News, the alleged incidents purportedly took place while the worker served at Clark County Election Center during early voting from October 17th to October 30th. Okay. Uh, it says, in the affidavit, the worker claims voters were allowed to vote via provisional ballots without a valid Nevada ID or driver's license as long as they could provide proof of an upcoming appointment at the DMV. That sounds pretty fucked up. Yeah, now that, that's just more train to suppress the vote. I don't buy this shit. I mean, if it turns out to be true, that's fucked up. They they were letting people vote without an ID. No, I mean, that's good. The whole thing of getting people to have IDs to vote in the first place was going to keep black people from voting. So this, this is just bullshit. Black people have IDs? What are you talking about? Make somebody have to have an ID in order to vote. Hold on. Is that Brian or Kevin? Kevin. Do you think somebody should have to have an ID to vote? Yeah. Even Kevin does agree with you, Cap. Yeah, well, you guys all want to believe the oppressors. They don't. Dude, that's what fucking Trump and everybody was saying was wrong with the process in the first place is that people were illegally voting. Yeah, but I mean, this is all just like trying to make it harder for people to vote. It's like... Dude, that's not that's making it harder to vote. It costs like 25 to 27 bucks to get an ID. Yeah, but this is just stupid. Why do you have to jump through hoops to be able to fucking vote? That's not a hoop. All you gotta do is bring, like, a social security card and, some, like, a few pieces of mail, and then you can get your ID. Yeah, no, no, that's just more bullshit. Uh, and then it's only you have to have a letter saying like that you have an appointment at the DMV. That's not even proof that you're even getting your license. You could have an appointment for any kind of reason. Okay, I don't know. This, all this shit, you have to prove all this shit to be able to vote is just bullshit. I mean, it's like all this everybody has to have the right papers and all this shit. The kind of shit that just makes everything fucked up. <laughs> oh shit. Ready to move on to the next story? Yes. If anything's legal, it's bullshit. Uh, Even voting is bullshit when you have to go through all legal bullshit for it. Uh, Alex Trebek, revered host of Jeopardy for 36 years, dies at 80. What was the question? I don't know. He's dead. I know, man. Who's going to be, uh... 
who's going to be giving us the answers to the question? I don't know. Maybe Sarah yeah. Silverman, because she's doing Ellen DeGeneres' show now. Oh, wow. So, I guess Ellen, Ellen DeGeneres didn't last that long. Okay. Nah, she was on for a long-ass time. She was on for years, but she got caught being a colossal bitch. And everybody well, found out she, about it. What did she get caught doing? I mean, like, she was just being a bitch to people. Like, even her, her like, the town she lived in and shit, you know. Okay, I'm like, what did she do? I, I haven't even heard about this. Uh, let me look it up. Ellen being a bitch. Yeah, Cher calls Ellen DeGeneres a bitch live on her show. Yeah, it says, guess who thought Ellen DeGeneres was mean and... Yeah, guess who thought Ellen DeGeneres was mean and clapped back. Okay. With a platform based on kindness and fairness, it's been a shock. Ellen DeGeneres isn't as nice as she seemed on TV. With rumors surrounding her behavior towards staff and circling fans are wondering if Ellen will survive this year. I guess she's not surviving. Yeah, because I definitely saw that today like Sarah Silverman was doing her show. I guess Ellen, I guess Ellen DeGeneres is going the way of Trump. Yeah, probably. Maybe both of them will, will take turns to cleaning the same bathrooms at the daycare center. Yeah, Cher, she didn't like her. Who else? What's that like? What did she do? I'm still trying to figure out what the fuck she did. Tell me I gotta go through fucking slideshow. Oh, Dakota Johnson, too. Okay, well, what did they do? I'm still trying to figure out what she did. Oh, what she did? Yeah. Uh, it started with Ellen DeGeneres coming over and spraying Cher's guest with hairspray. That ignited a blow dryer fight, still lighthearted. However, Cher got tired of Ellen's antics after the teasing went on. Finally, after Ellen threw on a Cher wig and made fun of her song. That's just fun. <laughs> During the banter, Ellen DeGeneres said, They know me better than they know you. Then Cher called Ellen a bitch. Okay, big deal. No, no, it's just she's not as famous now. I don't know. This is just bullshit. Who cares? I don't know. Let's see what the next chick said. Dakota Johnson, the Fifty Shades of Grey, Fifty Shades of Grey star, came on Ellen DeGeneres' show for a Christmas special. 
Out of nowhere, Ellen asked Johnson why she wasn't invited to her birthday party. Dakota, taken aback, home explains to Ellen that she invited her. Ellen had another engagement, so she couldn't come. That engagement was hanging out with former U.S. President George W. Bush for a sports game. Ellen did yeah, Ellen DeGeneres received some heat for their relationship. Many see Bush as a war criminal due to his actions in Iraq and Guantanamo Bay. Hassan Minaj. Uh, when Hassan. And a big deal. So she'd rather hang out with George W. Bush than hang out with the chick from Seven Shades of Grey. Woohoo. Big fucking deal. <laughs> And then uh, when Hassan Minaj appeared on Ellen Jader's show in 2019, Ellen continuously mispronounced his name. Finally, he had it making a point to correct her on the, her show. When Ellen pointed out that everyone pronounced his name as she did, he said, there's an actor walking around called Ansel Elgort, and we just pronounced his name right. Okay. Who cares? This is just getting. Too well, let's see what Justin Bieber had to say. Cause this is pretty. I think it's just silly shit. <laughs> but let's see if it's actually. I'm just, I'm just tired. I, this is just getting too stupid. This is like when we're paying attention to whatever Justin Bieber thing. This is when our show doesn't. It's just becoming too fucking lame. We might as well be entertainment tonight and put on stupid music in between our. our <laughs> Yeah, I understand what you mean. Let's go to the next day. Yeah. That's true. And when, when we're depending on Justin Bieber for confirmation, we fucked up somewhere. <laughs> yeah, no, I, got, I thought, I thought uh, Coney Barrett was the one that was confirmed, not Justin Bieber. <laughs> okay, McDonald's unveils Mick plant line, which includes meatless patty and so I guess they got like a, you know, like a meatless burger like everybody else now at McDonald's. I'll have to try that sometime. Okay. Well, I remember when they had the McVeggie burger and that didn't last very long so who knows what they're going to do now. Well, it says the meatless patty co-created by Beyond Meat. Okay, well, they, I mean, didn't they do something with Burger King recently or something? Yeah, they were the ones that made the, um, I think, Incredible Burger. Or the Impossible Burger. Oh, like yeah, that. Impossible Burger. And I've heard nothing but good reviews on the Impossible Burger. Okay, I don't know. I'll just eat a regular burger, damn it. <laughs> and then Texas Cop shot and killed after entering hotel parking lot. Okay, who did he shoot and kill? No, the cop got shot and killed. Oh, cool. Yeah, somebody made some bacon out of that that pork, pesky porker. Finally, there's a good cop around because he's a dead cop. <laughs> Dead cops are good cops. They can't fuck with anybody. (laughs) 
Oh, like uh, like Benny Paz said, you call it a dead cop, I call it a bloody pig. Same thing. And then it says Fat Man Review. Mel Gibson is the worst Santa of all time. Huh? Eh, I think we're good on the movie review of fucking Mel Gibson playing Santa. I don't know. I don't want to sit on Mel Gibson's lap and find out what and have him asking me what I want for Christmas. <laughs> what he wants for Christmas is a Christian white boy. I bet. Okay, eyes on Amy Coney Barrett and Kavanaugh and Gorsuch as Supreme Court decides Obamacare's future. We'll see what goes on now. <laughs> I don't know. It's all crazy. Who knows? They may be sending out the last few warning shots for Trump at the end of his... Because they're going to have no power once like Biden packs the court. So they might as well get some shots in now, in my opinion. I don't know, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen. We'll see. Okay, Google's fizzling out. You ready to go to NPR? Yeah, let's do NPR. Biden's first hundred days. Here's what to expect. Um, first hundred days. Um, usually the first few weeks, you know, they're tired and then, you know, they, they suck a lot of tit and then go back to sleep. And then, uh, I don't know, can somebody walk in their first hundred days? Probably not. <laughs> you want to check that one out or keep moving? Yeah, yeah, now let's check it out. Let's see how we're going to be screwed. Or if we're going to talk stupid shit, I don't know. So... Okay, large-scale economic and environmental initiatives to broad actions on racial justice, education, and health care. 
A significant amount of Biden's agenda also centers on reversing or updating positions taken by the Trump administration. Especially on immigration and foreign policy, Biden heads into office with strategies to address the COVID-19 crisis and the search for a vaccine as well. Yeah, boy. The sheer volume of Biden's plans could make it a challenge to execute them all. On immigration alone, he has proposed more than a dozen initiatives to complete within 100 days of taking office, a feat that could prove difficult to execute. Okay. I don't know. Is Gavin Newsom easier to execute? <laughs> not, can, not if he calls in the Clintons. Just add them to their know. body count. I don't know. Clintons are more has-beens now. You know, they're like has-beens like like Trump's going to be next. Uh, he said, says he'll need to consider that he is likely to face a divided Congress. Control of the Senate is still up in the air with two Georgia runoff elections set for January, but Republicans are poised to maintain control. Democrats also have a slimmer majority in the House of Representatives where the GOP made gains contrary to most party leaders in analysis predictions. The political dynamic on Capitol Hill means Biden may have to pull back from some policy proposals that many on the left of his party have been pushing on health care and the environment. Yeah, that's Depending on what it is, probably sex. Yeah, it says he will likely need to focus more on immediate, focus more on immediately on issues that could attract bipartisan support, such as providing COVID nineteen relief and improving U.S. infrastructure, which he's already said he's not going to do the America First stuff that he was claiming during the while he was running. So that's not going to happen. Okay. He already backtracked on that. Build Mer didn't he say build America back better? Something like that. I don't know. He said some kind of bullshit. Yeah, and he completely lied about that shit, which lets you know what he's fucking about. <laughs> no, I still don't know what he's about, really. I mean I don't Exactly. We I don't, don't know. know what he's about. He's a he's a shifty motherfucker. He's a sleepy, shifty... I don't know enough. I'm not gonna... All I know is I don't like the masks and the social distancing and all this bullshit and all this shit I want to fight. That's all I know. All this other shit, who knows. We already know he wants to make a coronavirus task force. He wants to push for immediate coronavirus legislation. And new coronavirus aid package before officially taking office, vowing to coordinate with state governors, mayors, and other politicians. I'll ask the new Congress to put a bill on my desk by the end of January with all the resources 
to see how both our public health and economic response can be seen through the end. He said at an event in late October. Biden's proposed COVID-19 response plan calls for expanding coronavirus testing resources as well as for increasing the country's capacity to make personal protective equipment by leveraging the Defense Production Act. It is also backed legislation that would create a separate COVID-19 racial and ethnic disparities tax force, which Vice President-elect Kamala Harris proposed in the Senate in the spring. As part of a COVID-19 relief package, Biden has in the past called for at least $10,000 in student loan debt to be canceled for all Americans. That'd be sweet. Yeah, yeah, now that'd be good. Then I'd only owe the government like $30,000. That's, that's, that's an improvement. Damn. Release a vaccine distribution plan. He says he will spend $25 billion on vaccine production and disbursement and calls for an eventual vaccine to be free for all Americans. Well, probably going to be free in Mandarin, but we'll see. Yeah, let's hope not. Listen to science by rejoining the World Health Organization and keeping Fauci as a close advisor. Ooh. Yeah, great. Yep, yep, yep. Tell you. <laughs> he's gonna keep the little he's gonna keep Trump holdovers, man. He's 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 being shifty on that. Yeah, I don't know. More madness. He says, reverse Trump's corporate tax cut. He says he'll raise corporate income taxes to 28% compared to the current 21% rate set by the GOP. Uh... Says that people making less than four hundred thousand dollars wouldn't pay more in taxes. Make the U.S. an international leader on climate change. Okay, that'd be good. Uh, let's see what his plan is. In one of his longest-standing campaign promises, Biden. Heads into office planning to re-enter the U.S. immediately into the landmark Paris Climate Accord of 2015. Trump's move to pull the U.S. out of the agreement became official this month after a mandatory one-year waiting period that started when the president formally notified the United Nations. Racial equity extend the Voting Rights Act. 
Comprehen comprehensive immigration changes. Cool. What's up, Brian B. Ryan? Says uh, he wants to create a pathway to citizenship for 11 million migrants living in the U.S. illegally. It also would provide a pathway to citizenship for people commonly known as DREAMers who are part of the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals program. Biden has additionally pledged to make the DACA program permanent on his first day in office, a move that comes after years of Trump's administration's attempts to rescind the program. Stop family separation at the U.S.-Mexico border. Cool. Oh, that sounds cool. And Trump's executive order banning travelers from some Muslim-majority countries. Okay, cool. Which is interesting because Trump banned the same countries that Obama did, so it's like, I don't know about that one. It's kind of contradictory. Yeah, more people can get in the country to me that's a better thing oh we're gonna have lots of jihadis fucking Allahu Akbar and attacking Christians so better get hey hell yeah that's what we need that's what us Luciferians should be doing but uh, all I can say you know, is maybe if they the Muslim come to me like that man they ain't gonna live the tale the tale I ain't gonna get my head cut off <laughs> They're liable to and, get uh, theirs cut off. I just say, this time, blow up a lesbian bar. <laughs> they usually don't go after gays. Well, uh, no. no I understand no, no, that. The they do. They, they do. did before Trump got elected, remember? Yeah, I gotta admit that. They do go after gays. Like, that's like... Yeah, no, that, that was... That's like kids that in a candy a store for Muslims. I've seen them throw gays off of buildings. But that was it, you know, that's when I was picturing, you know, like a bunch of rednecks going, What, you mean if I convert to Islam, then 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 killing faggots could be a part of my religion? Oh wow, reverse a slew of Trump policies, including the construction of the US Mexican border wall. That's gonna that's gonna cause a lot of people to get pissed off with him. What? He's going to tear down the wall. Okay, cool. Oh, well. And people are going to flip a bitch because the wall is almost complete. Yeah. Then they can vote in another Republican later on. I don't know. Well, actually, I correct myself. He pledges to take away funding toward continued construction of a wall along the southern U.S. border. Okay. But Biden says he wouldn't take down parts of the wall that have already been built. Okay.
Increase police reform. Enact comprehensive criminal justice reform, which I guess I'm with. Repair alliances and plan a global summit for democracy. I don't think he's going to get anything done, just like Obama. He's he's just going to pay off Iran and suck up to fucking China. And if we could get that peace plan back in, that'd be good. Major, make major investments to the U.S. economy to boost domestic growth. I don't buy that shit. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Do what to the boost to boost the domestic growth? Biden hopes to create five million jobs through a series of large investments geared at benefiting different business areas. His proposed Made in America plan will pour $400 billion into procurement measures to boost domestic manufacturing, as well as an additional $300 billion into research and development. So that's like giving rich people money. Yeah, he's just going to bail out the rich people when he says he's going to raise their taxes. So, uh, can you say hypocrisy? Maybe. Start on a $2 trillion climate plan. Sounds like okay. the Green New Deal. $1 trillion less. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Green New Deal. Green New Deal. Well, we'll see. We'll see what, we'll see what the details of whatever he's going to do is. It says the president-elect also heads into office with an extensive set of environmental goals proposed through his clean energy plan, which includes getting the country to net zero carbon emissions by 2050. The proposal calls for a $2 trillion investment through his term to boost reliance on clean energy and climate sustainable practices. Biden also says that 40% of the funding will be used to support communities disproportionately affected by climate change as laid out in his environmental justice plan. Okay. Build on, build on the affordable care act. If it isn't too late, make first moves in a large education agenda. Notably, the president-elect has expressed support for the College for All Act proposed in 2017 by Bernie Sanders and Pramila Jayapal, which would eliminate tuition at public colleges and universities for families making up to 125000 which that would be really good. I could go back to college. It would be good, but I still don't know if that's like really doable. From what I've heard, no, it's not. Like, like the Republicans are definitely not gonna go for that. Go for that shit. Because then the government would have to pay for everybody's college for free, and pay for them like federal student aid does. Like they're gonna have to give people like money, so that's gonna be more expensive. 
yeah, I don't think that's going to fly, but it would be good. Biden also is advocating for private historically black colleges and universities and minority serving institutions to be tuition free. And that's the end of that article. Hmm. Minority serving institutions. So does that mean if you want to eat some minorities then they'll serve them to you? Yeah, probably. Georgia's Republican U.S. Senators call on GOP state election chief to resign. Okay, why do they want him to resign? Too many failures in Georgia elections this year but without mentioning specifics to support their claims. Okay. So they just don't like this guy. Okay. So basically his tie is the wrong color. <laughs> and he might be the wrong color as well. <laughs> yeah, okay. More of that weirdness. Okay, how a state senator helped keep Nebraska's electoral college vote split. Well, that's not good. Operation Warp Speed's logistics chief weighs in on vaccine progress. How much progress do we have on our biological warfare? I don't know. G well, G. N. Gustav Perna says as soon as the FDA deems a vaccine safe and effective, his team is ready to coordinate develop well, deployment of tens of millions of doses as early as next month. And it says Joe Biden could take office during the worst of the pandemic. That is, seems like we'll never get our freedom. On immigration, Biden's biggest promises likely hinge on who controls the Senate. Says, could COVID-19 ever be considered a pre-existing condition? Probably.
What are they saying? I'm just trying to look for an interesting story. Like the story okay. is in Kamala Harris, black sororities and fraternities celebrate one of their own. Black voters expect strong policies, not just applause from Biden, Detroit organizer says. I okay. think they're going to get a lot of what applause and not any fucking action, in my opinion. Well, let's see. What does what this dude want to see happen? Brandon Schneider, head of Detroit Action, says he hopes the president-elect shows he supports the black community by prioritizing affordable housing, living wages, and environmental justice. Okay. Which I think he is asking for a big fucking thing, and I don't think I think he's gonna do just what Obama did, not a motherfucking thing for the black community. Yeah, no, I think the same thing. And then Rabbi Jonathan Sachs, towering intellect of Judaism, dies at 72. Okay. Well, he sounds like a rebel. He says, God is the God of all humanity, but no single faith is. Let's get back to it. We're back in live, everybody. People aren't support, well, fully supporting operation like uh, Pfizer's claim on Operation Warp Speed because they claim that President Trump had nothing to do with it when that makes it hard for them to get funding from the government if they say the government was never involved in the first place. Okay. Very confusing. Yeah, the Democrats aren't giving it credibility. It says there was only one problem with the adulation from Trump. A top scientist for Pfizer had told the New York Times that her company had not partnered with Trump administration's program. We were never part of Operation War Speed. We have never taken any money from the U.S. government or from anyone. Okay. And then they're trying to say no less a figure than the president's former communications director, Anthony Scaramucci, decided to tweak his former boss by pointing out the timing of the announcement. Thank you at Joe Biden for developing a COVID-19 vaccine. And then they're saying, he said, at real Donald Trump had four years to do it and couldn't. Well, he had less than a year. And then it happened, like, while he's still president, so I don't get what that smart-ass comment was for. Yeah, no, I don't get it either. I mean, we're all just watching the heads roll, and I don't know. 
in a general state of apathy today. <laughs> says, Operation Warp Speed was started in the spring as a public-private partnership to facilitate at an unprecedented, unprecedented pace the development, manufacturing, and distribution of COVID-19 countermeasures, according to the Trump administration's own description of the program. While other pharmaceutical companies did take federal funds to develop a, vac a vaccine, Pfizer declined to do so. The only, the only one of the major prospective developers to go it alone. At the same time, on July 22nd, Pfizer agreed to a $1.95 billion deal with the Trump administration for large-scale production and nationwide delivery of 100 million doses of COVID-19 vaccine in the United States following the vaccine's successful manufacturing approval. So they did take government money, just not money from Operation Warp Speed. Yeah, they took money to distribute, but not to develop. Okay. So now they gotta give Trump at least half the credit. Okay. Because that was, they paid for that in July. That was a long time ago. I don't know. I, I, I still think if I hadn't sneezed on so many people, it would never have happened. says, technically, that agreement has nothing to do with the development of the vaccine, but it also appears to undermine the claim that Pfizer is operating entirely outside Operation Warp Speed. Yep. That pretty much seals the deal on that. Pfizer is... Okay. President Trump can claim at least 50% of the credit for Pfizer's vaccine because it's not like they didn't take that $1 billion and fucking not spend it on, you know, the fucking vaccine because they got that money back in July. Yeah. Yep, that's some hypocrisy on Pfizer's part. Mm hmm it says a terrifying virus surge will land in Joe Biden's lap. Mm. Kosovo ex-president Thachi pleads not guilty to war crimes. Okay. It says, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez says not a single member of Congress campaigned on socialism, blames House defeats on Republican attacks. Okay. I don't know. That's just making the Republicans seem powerful. I don't know. That's uh, 
MSNBC contributor John Meacham didn't disclose he reportedly helped write Biden's presidential acceptance speech. Okay. So, yeah. Look at old, old Sleepy Joe. Letting him his nah. the most important speech of his life. Yeah, I just heard that name, Dan. It's just the cheesy name the Republicans gave him. <laughs> That's funny. You got it. That's a funny nickname. Sleepy Joe Biden. That ain't that funny. Falling asleep a lot early in the run. Yeah, I'm probably doing that right now. Yeah, because we're not covering very interesting stories. No, it's just... I mean, some of this is, like, what Cosmic Cortez thinks about this stuff. This is kind of interesting, but I'm just, like, so burnt out on all this. It's, like, it's like everything's up in the air right now, and we don't know, like, how we're being screwed with, and it's kind of, uh... It seems like everything's up in the air. It's freezing outside, and I'm tired, and and it's... Alright, like Yahoo's fizzling out. Ready to go to InfoWars? Yeah, let's do InfoWars. Yeah, that should wake us up a bit. Maybe we can actually get some facts on this. Like, uh. I doubt they're gonna have facts on any of this shit going on. I think their whole thing's gonna be spin this week. Yeah, I think there'll be a lot of spin, but, like. You know, I think they're going to have, like, more on the whole they're stealing the election thing. Yeah, I know, but that's what I mean. Like, that's the biggest bunch of bullshit that's, you know, it's like, like, everything they're doing now is just, like, bullshit factory. Says Patriot Caravan Scares Swamp. DC Mayor requires COVID 19 testing for travelers from 46 out of 50 states. Oh, shit. Yep. Damn. Only at InfoWars, people. Only at InfoWars. Okay. Says, my father will behead you. French teacher threatened by a student. <laughs> oh. My dad will chop your head off, ISIS. <laughs> you better give me a good grade, damn it. <laughs> yeah, let's see what that threat was because. Says, this. Well, French police are investigating an incident in which a young pupil allegedly threatened a teacher with decapitation, according to reports. Hey, hey. An instructor at the Pierre Mendes France College. Oh, wow. College. I thought this was like elementary or something. Oh, wait. No, no. Like, no. you think you're such a big professor. 
But if I shorten you a little bit by chopping that hat off, <laughs> then you're going to be a lot shorter than you used to be. Then you won't be so big. <laughs> yeah. It says, an instructor at the Pierre Mendez France College in Salmer filed a complaint with authorities following menacing remarks made by an 11-year-old in his French language class. The teacher said he noticed the student was distracted and asked him to pay attention, said, you don't talk to me like that, you'll see my father will come and behead you, the boy reportedly replied. The student and his parents were summoned to the local police station to address the matter, and an investigation has been opened. Did his dad behead the teacher after, you know, after, I, I don't, I, the teacher still has her head, so, so much for that, damn. Well, I don't know, Samuel Patty. well, it says the incident comes amid a surge of jihadist attacks and threats against French citizens, including multiple beheadings. Samuel Patty, a teacher in Yiv. Yvelines was decapitated on October 16th by Abdullah Anzarov, an 18-year-old jihadist of Chechen origin. Off with their heads. Yeah, like the gruesome murder came after Patty had shown his pupils cartoons of the Islamic prophet Muhammad, which infuriated students and parents at the school. You fucked with our prophet. We're going to make you a lot shorter than you used to be. <laughs> All right, that's the end of that article. Okay. Off with that head. Jihad. Jihad. <laughs> then Trump ballots found in trash at Oklahoma church. Tampons in the same trash? Maybe. Then Trump campaign slams election fraud in key states. I wonder if anybody used uh, ballots for tampons. <laughs> There's not much on that one, so let's go back. Then Senator Senator Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, President Trump, 100% within rights to question voter fraud. Let's see what he said. Yeah, not much. Just doing this podcast. 
Yeah, right on. Now, what are you making? What are you making? Yeah, okay, yeah, right on. Why not? Why not? What the hell? Well, it says, obviously, no states have yet certified their election results. Why not? Okay. And then we have one or two states that are already on track for a recount, and I believe the president may have legal challenges underway in at least five states. Okay. It says, the core principle here is not complicated. The United States of America, all leg in the United States of America, all legal ballots must be counted. Any illegal ballots must be not counted. The process should be transparent or observable by all sides, and the courts are here to work through concerns. Our institutions are actually built for this. We have the system in place to consider concerns, and President President Trump is 100% within his rights to look into allegations of irregularities and weigh his legal options. Then McConnell then pointed to the 2000 Bush-Gore race, which was called prematurely for Gore, where the election result hinged on a recount in the state of Florida. Let's go back 20 years ago. 20 years ago, when Florida came down to a very thin margin, we saw Vice President Gore exhaust the legal system and wait to concede until December. The president, meanwhile, on Monday indicated he had no intention to concede and instead shot a flurry of tweets discussing positive developments in several contested states. I remember I was just working at the hemp office back in those days and uh, remember all that. says it defies logic. Scientists find telltale signs of election fraud after analyzing mail-in ballot data. Dems shot themselves in the foot by making everyone do mail-in ballots, which actually makes it easier to catch mail-in ballot fraud. A most interesting thread popped up on Twitter Sunday from a data scientist who wishes to remain anonymous regarding mail-in ballot data, which strongly suggests fraud occurred in the wee hours of election night when several swing states inexplicably stopped reporting vote counts while President Trump maintained a healthy lead over Joe Biden. Using time series data scraped from the New York Times website, the data comparing several states, swing and non-swing, clearly illustrates what fraud does and does not look like, and how several anomalies in swing states left fingerprints of fraud as Biden pulled ahead of President Trump. Continued. This is based on their proprietary Edison data source, which would ordinarily be impossible to access for people outside the press. The CSV is available here. 
and the script to generate it is here. I suggest that everyone back up both of these files. BC, this is an extremely important data source, we and we can't risk anyone taking it down. What are we looking at? It will be a... a it will be time series analysis, and you'll see that it is extremely difficult to create convincing synthetic time series data. By looking at the time series logs of the ballot counting process for the entire country, we can very easily spot fraud. One of the first things noticed while exploring the data set is that there seems to be an obvious pattern in the ratio of new Biden ballots to new Trump ballots. As we can see on this log log plot for many of the counting progress updates, we see an almost constant ratio of Biden to Trump. It's such a regular pattern that we can actually fit a linear regression model to it with near perfect accuracy, barring some outliers. How could this be possible? Is this a telltale sign of fraud? Surprisingly, as it will be shown, the answer is no. This is actually expected behavior. Also, we can use this weird pattern in the ballot counting to spot fraud. Here's the same pattern for Florida. We see the, this linear pattern again. Again in Texas. Again in South Dakota. And... Yeah, they do look exactly the same, pretty much. Okay. Well, two of them look exactly the same. Okay. And again, all over the country, what appears to be happening is that points on the straight line are actually mail-in votes. The reason they're so homogenous across with respect to ratio Biden versus Trump votes is that they get randomly shuffled in the mail like a deck of cards. Since the ballots are randomly mixed together during transport spanning areas occupied by multiple voting demographics, we can expect the ratio of mail-in Biden ballots to mail-in Trump ballots will remain relatively constant over time and across different reporting updates. Let's dig a little deeper into this. Here's a plot of the same Florida voting data, but this time it's the ratio Biden to Trump ballots versus time. What we see is that the initial ballot reportings are very noisy and random. Which is true. At the beginning of it, it's random, and then it's it becomes linear after that. The initial reporting represents in in-person voting. These vote reports have such large variation because in-person voting happens across different geographic areas that have different political alignments. We can see the same pattern of noisy in-person voting followed by homogenous mail-in reporting in almost all cases. What we see in almost all examples across the country is that the ratio of mail-in Democrat to Republican ballots is very consistent across time, but with the notable drift from Dem to slightly more Republican. This slight shift from Democrat to Republican mailing occurs again and again and is likely to outline rural areas having more Republican votes. These outlying areas take longer to ship their ballots to the polling centers. <sighs> this is a bunch of mumbo jumbo. Like, this is. I mean, it's fucking flow charts, but damn, this is a lot of reading. Okay. I don't know, I still don't think 
they're proving their case very good. No, it's just it's a bunch of uh, techno jargon. They need to simplify it. I think there should just be an outright count of the electoral votes, you know. I think they should have the count from Sesame Street doing the counting. Yeah, because I don't really get why they have it where whoever gets to 271st wins. It should be whoever has the most electoral votes. I don't know. It's all madness. We're just screwed whoever wins. And then CNN's Jake Tapper suggests Trump supporters who won't accept defeat should have trouble with future employers. Well, damn it. I, I'm not accepting my defeat. I've been defeated for the past damn year, two years now, and I'm fucking tired of being defeated. And Joe Biden COVID-19 martial law plan revealed. Oh, great. And let's see, how much proof is there for this? It's a video. It's not a full audio. Okay. Okay. I'd have to watch it. I don't have time for that shit. Okay. says, Twitter and Facebook are smacking down all questioning of the U.S. election integrity. What about four years of Russiagate? You okay? Defense Secretary. Yeah, we heard that. Talked about that one already. Then Republican goes from losing re-election to winning it after technical glitch. Okay, I don't know. Who's this about? 
Let's see. Will this foreshadow the ultimate result of the 20 election? And what in what may foreshadow the ultimate result of the 2020 presidential election? A Republican in Michigan went from losing his re-election race to winning it after election officials admitted there was a technical glitch. Ah, okay. Republican Adam Kokendurfer went to bed thinking he had lost his seat on the 21-member board of commissioners by only 104 votes, but state officials later admitted that seven precinct results from one county had been counted twice, presumably for his Democratic challenger. When the results were recounted from Oakland, I think Colorado, I didn't know Colorado had in Oakland, but it's not California because it's not CO. We'll see a Koken Durfer actually won his reelection by over 1,100 votes. While I'm grateful for the outcome, we should conduct a thorough review of our system to prevent this from happening again. Koken Durfer stated. Campaign. Huh? This would be in Michigan, not Colorado. Mm, Oakland, CO. Okay. Let me look at the top. Oh, Michigan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Republican in Michigan. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Why does it say CO? There's an Oakland, know. Michigan? I guess. <laughs> Man, that's in Oakland where you don't have to worry about uh, getting your stuff stolen. <laughs> And it says, doing damage control, Democratic County officials urge voters to have confidence in the system because the corrected error proved that their process of checks and balances worked, but the error shouldn't have happened in the first place, and this sounds more like something they would say to dispute the notion that Michigan was stolen from Donald Trump due to election fraud. Okay. Yeah, Why not admit an incorrect tally in a local race that doesn't affect the balance of power of the country, especially if they can spin it to make themselves look like the saviors. That's the end of that article. Okay. I'm just looking at all this like Within a, in a huge state of question mark. Yeah, yep. Oh, way cool. Thanks, Major. Oh, right on. Way cool. Yeah. Hey, hey, sounds cool to me. Thanks. Right on. Yeah, no, I'm sure it'll be good. You know, <laughs> I'm sure it's all right. I'm sure it'll be good. Thanks, Major. Trying to let this find where to start to end. Then Cuomo vows to block COVID-19 vaccine unless it comes from Biden administration. Okay. 
Wacky, wacky. I don't know. Everything I've heard is wacky, wacky today, so. Even the stuff that isn't wacky just seems wacky to me. MSM publishing articles about what happens if president-elect dies before taking office. Hmm. Um, I guess they... No, you did good. Tastes good. Like, uh... Got the cheese and the tortilla and the uh, mustard. Okay. No, you did good. It's a lot... A lot better than uh, the way Ty put too much salt in the chicken. <laughs> and then New York Bar Association. Did you, Did you hear me, Kyle? What? New York Bar Association calls for mandatory COVID vaccine with no exemption. Oh, great. God damn it. Lawyers working against us. Yep. God damn. Yeah, fuck New York. Exactly. And then viral videos featured truck drivers discussing nationwide strike. Why? To protest against coronavirus lockdown measures and the election. Okay, well, I think it makes more sense to protest the coronavirus lockdown measures. The election, I don't think there's much steam really to protest that. There's just too much proof that Biden won. Yeah, viral videos are being posted to social media featuring truckers in the United States discussing the possibility of a nationwide strike on November 29th in protest against coronavirus lockdown measures in the election. Yeah. I don't know. I'd say do one or the other. I don't know, I don't know if we want to put both of them together. Yeah, that's true. And then Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez says Democratic leadership not radical enough. Well, that's true. I agree with it. And then hundreds of UK medics and academics urge Boris Johnson COVID data is exaggerated and second wave talk is misleading. Yeah, 
I believe that. I mean, what, what's Casio Cortez saying? Hold on. Let me go back. What's up? Oh, yeah, shit. It's 11. Yeah, I know. We gotta go to bed. Casio Cortez. Alright, we'll, we'll cover one more story and then we'll shut it down. Okay, way cool, way cool. What's probably the most important thing to cover now? Yeah, the old Casio Cortez. We could do that. Okay. Says Biden hasn't even been inaugurated yet and he's already not socialist enough. Okay, well, I don't know if, you know, the whole thing is everybody wanted to be socialist. We're already going in that direction anyway because of the coronavirus, so. Damn. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, extreme leftist Democrat Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez has slammed the party's leadership for not being radical enough before Joe Biden has even inched anywhere near the White House. Fox News reports that AOC is less preoccupied with the presidency and more with the fact that so-called blue wave never materialized, stating that the party relied too heavily on outdated Democratic National Committee campaign tactics. Okay. The congresswoman complained that too many establishment Democrats are still not embracing radical ideas like defunding the police and so-called Green New Deal. Okay, well, some of the Green New Deal was Oh, there goes my battery. She says moderate Democrats are sitting ducks. Our party, yeah, our party isn't even online, not in a real way that exhibits competence. And so, yeah, they were vulnerable to these messages because they weren't even on the mediums where these messages were most potent. There's a reason Barack Obama built an entire national campaign apparatus outside the Democratic National Committee. Oh, it's pretty much the same thing she said in the other article. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds like it. Okay. All right, ready to shut it down, Kyle? Yeah, let's shut it down. This has been... I'm so apathetic about this shit right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll catch everybody later. Word up to everybody in Sweden and Germany and the Philippines, which are 2% of our viewers in the Philippines. Hey, hey. Fuck Rodrigo Duterte. <laughs> uh, catch you later, Kyle Chaos. Okay, catch you later, Aaron Order.